Weekend Rental Episode 79. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Nate. What's going on, guys? All right, it's a duo episode again. Andy couldn't be with us. Had some uh, family things to attend to. Our, our, our thoughts are out with him. Uh, send him some good wishes if you're listening. Um, and, uh, you know, as always... If you like our content, what we do, uh, you can find all sorts of great gaming and geek culture stuff, uh, podcasts, articles, and more over at geekade.com. What's your geek? All right. I don't think we've ever done just uh, Nate and Ryan. Yeah, We did uh, Andy and and Nate, and you did Ryan and Andy. And I think we're 79 episodes in, and I think this is the only one that Andy has ever made. That's weird. It is weird. Hmm. I don't know if we can fill... I, I'm out of stuff. What are we going to talk about? Well, I will bring us out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you can find all things we can rental. So did you pick up um, Paper Mario? Uh, no. Origami King? No? I didn't. Uh, I've been reading a lot about it. Uh, I think I just read a headline that were like, people are craving... They use the word craving. Craving Paper Mario. And I haven't... haven't sounds weird. It. I know. Nobody craves... Paper Mario. I mean, maybe some. Nobody. But if he's an origami. You're a 12 year old girl. Yeah. Then you like Paper Mario. Well, then I'm a 12 year old girl because I love Paper Mario. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah, like, well, so the first Paper Mario is great. Thousand Year Door is probably the best one on GameCube. And I've liked the other ones to some extent. Color Splash and the Wii U sucked, I guess. Um, But this one's good. I mean, my son and I. And my daughter, she played a while. We put like three hours in the first day it came out. The thing is, is there's a ton of text and that's where a lot of the humor and the charm comes from. And my son just does not give a crap at all and he wants to skip through it all. So we spent a lot of time. Yeah, we spent a lot of time arguing and uh, he just wanted to go, go, go. And I was like, no, you got to read this. And then, of course, we're sharing controller, passing it around, and then I'd give him the warning, like, okay, you just skipped that. I didn't get to read it. And I'm like, one more time, Dad's taking the controller. And sure enough... Did you take the controller? I took it. Oh, my gosh. And I made him read it. Did he hate it? Yeah, he was mad. He's been playing it again on his own Switch Lite, just, and he just, like, proudly comes up to me. And he's like, Dad, I skipped everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good for you. At some point, that's going to come in handy, because they're oh telling gosh. you where you need to go. But... Yeah. I had that same uh, same experience. So my son kind of has free reign of Game Pass on Xbox, and he showed up uh, at church. I was there early, and he's like, "Hey, you gotta download a new game." I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's called Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, "Oh, oh gross!" <laughs> and and he's like, it, "It's kind of weird." So he's never played an RPG. Sure. He's like, it's really weird because. You don't do anything. Yep. And he's like, hey, there's a lot of words and I didn't read them and nothing's happening. I'm like, well, welcome to RPGs, son. This yeah. is why you and I play Fortnite. And that's got to be one of the most like messed up universes too for an RPG. So yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. So then he thought it was going to get better. So he, it was like 1.5 or whatever. Sure. And he moved to like two. And then he's like, it's the same thing. Right. Like, don't download three. And he downloaded three. And he's like, it's still the same. And I'm like, it doesn't get any better. So <laughs> It's the same game. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. So 
Anyways, paper arts or paper arts. Paper uh, arts. Paper Mario. Yeah, it's good. I'd, I'd pick it up. I mean, even if you're not an RPG fan, if you're a Mario fan and you like it, if you get an odd sense of humor, it's good. I mean, it's a game that's going to take, it's, it's slow, right? Right. <clears throat> so you kind of got to be in the mood to play it because I didn't feel like really drawn to go back to it yet at this point. But I like what I'm seeing. It's it's fun to go through that world. Is it fifty nine ninety nine? Um, yeah. You can wait on it. It's never going to come down on price. It's a first party title. So. I mean, I'm still the guy that spent fifty nine ninety nine on Farm Simulator. I mean, eighteen. Yeah. Then you got it for free at PSN like two months ago. I know. <laughs> Dang it! Not that I downloaded it again. Right. Again, but yeah, I I don't know. The older I get, I'm like, I don't want to spend $60 on Paper Mario. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, given our schedules, there's better ways to spend your money, but... Right. I would recommend it. A lot of people are mad because there's not experience points in it. That's never why I played those games. I played them for the story anyway, so how I progress through it really doesn't matter to me. It's more about the experience. So, we'll see. And it plays well on the Switch. Yeah. And it looks good on the looks Switch. looks great. When was the first one? 64? Well, I mean, technically some people started with Super Mario RPG, and then they oh, say yeah. Paper Mario was the sequel to that, or pseudo-sequel. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, the first Paper Mario was 64. 64. And that was really good. That was a great game. It looks great in the console. I've never played it. That uh, was one of my biggest regrets, because I got <clears throat> that. So this was like 2001, 2002, uh, Toys R Us, I got... Paper Mario, completed brand new, uh, Toys R Us, obviously, 10 bucks. Perfect Dark, 10 bucks. Conker's Bad Fur Day, 10 bucks. And then three years later, I sold that entire 64. All those games still complete in box. 40 bucks? Uh, yeah, I got next to nothing for it. I think I asked 80, but that, I mean, I had like 10 other games right. and several controllers, plus the console and the expansion pack. And now Conker's complete in box alone would have been, well, and Paper Mario would have held, held a nice price. But. Yeah. So my, my Paper Mario experience is, is very little, and I think the experience I have had, like has created me to not want to play any of them, so I played it on the Wii. Oh, uh, sure. That one's kind of weird. It's not the typical. Didn't, didn't like it, and so that's how I painted Paper Mario in, in my mind, that they're all like that. Right. So I probably should give it a go but yeah that so that Wii one's weird because that's got the switch to like behind the back perspective yep. and it yeah I mean that one is interesting but it changes like the core I think mechanics of what those games are yeah I think if you're gonna play one I would say go to the thousand year door on the GameCube that one's probably the pinnacle but like, expensive I'm sure yeah I mean 60 bucks right maybe you can get it digitally in like the eShop on the Wii U you might be able to get it. I'm not sure. But, or you can borrow it from me. I'll just take I it. I just need a deposit. A kidney, please. I can, I can offer that. Okay. I have three of them. That's Good. actually not true. You need an extra. I did talk to somebody recently that had three kidneys. That's not like, a thing, is it? I guess. I, I don't know. This is such a side tangent, but I was like, you should try to sell that. <laughs> was it a crackhead? <laughs> I don't know. But, uh... I don't know. Yeah, if you got three, for sure sell one. Why? Sell what are you one. sitting on that one for? I mean, I don't know what the going price is on the black market right now, but... Probably good. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty decent. People got all these, like, payouts for COVID. They got money just burning holes yeah, in their pockets. They got some money, new, more stimulus coming. That's right. Is what they say, so... Yeah. It's 
good time to be unemployed. <laughs> you can make more money on unemployment. <laughs> Why go back to work? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, good. I'm, I'm glad you're at least checking it out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be one of those things that I now probably won't go back to for like five months, but I, I got it. Yeah. So. I've been trying to figure out. So uh, our friend Brandon, which I'm pretty sure he comes up in every every podcast. episode. Yeah. Uh, hey, Brandon, listening to that. Uh I still haven't used the gift card that he gave to the podcast. Mm. Uh, you know, the Mario gift mm-hmm. cards, the $10 one. And I still haven't figured out like what to buy. Curse of the Moon too. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. And my wallet was too far away. And I was like, oh, this one's only for $10 and it's $15. So, and my son wasn't around to go run and find my wallet. Fetch so. my wallet, son. Yeah. So I, I passed, but I think that's the one I'm probably going to. Snag, and I hope yeah. it's so good. Oh, it's good. When you get it, let me know. We'll do some co-op because I'm curious on that. Yeah. I mean, play a few levels first and get into it, but I think it'd be cool I to go through that two-player. I love the first one. Yeah. That was like the perfect package. Like difficulty, like you said, was like right on point. Done in two hours. <clears throat> yeah. It was good. I beat it on a car ride. We were going to go camping. Heck yeah. I had my wife Why drive. Are you driving? No. Yes. Yep. No, I had my wife drive on that one. I just played the whole time. So nice. that was good. That was the... Because I think it was right around when I bought like that and Ikaruga, and there's one other one that oh, I yeah, can't I remember. There, there were like three games that I downloaded all at once. They were all great. I'm spacing them with the third and one. And actually, you said, Nate, download these, and I said, okay. Yeah, you and did. And I bought every one that you bought, because yeah. that's how we operate anyways. Right. I just buy whatever you have. So. Yeah, it's a problem, really. Yeah. <clears throat> Financially. So I didn't buy any games recently, um, but I did get some games. God. I'm already pissed. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring this up. But Rub it in, Nate. Going, Rub uh, it in. So I, I don't want to go into like great detail because you snipers out there are gonna go after it. But I happen to have someone that I know. Um, her dad was kind of a video game repair guy. Um, well, like TV repair, video game console, kind of all in one, kind of that Nintendo authorized repair guy in a small community. And it turns out he has everything still. And so I got this stack of games with Snow Bros. Mm. Snow Brothers uh, on the NES. And just cause they were ones that were in a separate box that were quick and easy for him to grab. And I know that's your favorite game. I'm just irritated because, like, I was, that was like on the top of my list about a year and a half ago, and I had to bend over backwards, do a bunch of wheeling and dealing, talking to other collectors, do like a three-way backwards trade to get this game in my possession, and then here it just falls into your lap because <laughs> that's I how you operate. I, yeah, I forgot that you had it because I was like, all right, I gotta. Find I had to sell my one. soul at that swap meet to get it. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that was, so that was the cream of the crop um, in the pile, but... Great game. The Lone Ranger was in there, which we've talked also about great. On, yeah. on the podcast as being this incredibly hidden gem of a game that should get way more recognition than For sure. it does. It, I mean, that's an amazing game, so go play that one. Yeah. But then, you know, there was just comments that I didn't have, and... Um, you get some duplicates so you can make some money, too? Well... It, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw a little sideways smirk. <laughs> What'd you get? No, I mean, they're just like the Mario's and uh, the twenty dollar the cash cows. Yeah, just like those those pretty basic the Top Guns and okay, well, not um, so much on that, right? But I mean, so but it's cool to see that just this really good stuff is mixed in with just the normal stuff, and he has no desire to get rich off of it. Just it's taking up space. Although I, I think he has kind of hoarding tendencies, so it's hard for him to let go of stuff, even though his family family's like, hey, you got it. It's got to go. It's time to go. So at some point, I want to go and just look at this like treasure chest. of. of well, and I want to go with you, but... Well, we're busy. I'm busy. <laughs> I don't have room in the car. I need space for, for everything. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that was just, again, a once-in-a-lifetime thing that doesn't happen anymore yeah those... except to me this happens to you a lot man well no that's not true yes okay maybe i don't know anyways <laughs> <laughs> no i guess some things have happened but um yeah just stuff like that that you know so many yes things cost money and people want to price things up but just someone being like i don't want this stuff yeah. i know that there's probably value to it just take it because you're going to appreciate it way more than I am. Um, I thought that was just, it was really cool. And uh, so finally able to snag that game. That's, I mean, it's great. It's fun. I've played it on oh, it's awesome. some uh, emulators and, and you speak highly of it. And it was just, I was pretty pumped to finally snag. Yeah. Snag that one. I think G.I. Joe... I can't remember what is it called. The Atlantis one. Atlantis, right? like the purple one. Yeah, that one's a little like bit that, more. I think was in there. Yeah, I can't remember. It's Not a great game. Okay, though. It's like Contra, right? But crappier, yeah. Okay. I think so, there's more traversal and platforming. I yeah, haven't tried. I can't yet. remember. I can't. Remember. I mean, sadly, I, I took the games all excited and then just put them on the shelf. Um, well, that's what we do, right? These days, we don't play. I remember the day when I would come home and I would clean and test everything and I play yeah. it. And now I have games that I bought over a year ago. Two like, years ago. I think yeah. last time I was in your basement, you were like, yeah, I think I bought that a year ago, a year and a half ago. Oh, you remember no. the last MGC we went to? Yeah. yeah. I have things in a bag there. I'm like, it sounds right. probably unpack that. Well, I had that pile of shame in the basement forever. And then when I finally decided I wasn't going to do YouTube videos for it anymore, I started digging to the bottom. And I had games that I forgot from like the previous MG. I had, oh. I had three years worth of those... Uh, Retro USB 8-bit Christmases. I had never, I hadn't shown them on oh film. They've been sitting around that long. Ugh. The one I hadn't even played yet. I do have to, like, I got to go on a rant for a moment. And I think we've ranted on this before. Sure. This is kind of shifting gears. But um, the NES collection app that Pat Country put out. Well, I stopped using it after it purged my data. So I, I... I don't know. I, I found a common game. I can't even remember what it was quite some time ago. And I was going through stuff. Realized I had three of this game. And I was like, how did I have three of this game that, like, I clearly have marked that it, it, I have it. And sure. I strictly use this app when I'm out because it's quick and easy. Right. And um, so I was like, maybe it's just me being dumb. And I'm sure it was, like, I don't know, Wizards and Warriors or something like that or demon sword or something that's pretty common i might need that okay well we'll have to look <laughs> got a couple of copies <laughs> for you um and so i i 
I was like, okay, I'm going to finally update all of this. And I went through my entire NES collection and I don't know, it's like 500 games or whatever it is. Sure. And got to the very end, finished, uh, got out of the app and I was like, oh, I want to check something. And it's all gone. Shut up. So I spent a long, a couple hours of a Saturday typing in each game and lost it all. And so now I'm like, no, I think I have more uh, games I don't have that I'm just going to type out on the list. Right, that's the thing. These are the ones I'm looking for. You have less games you don't have, you mean, not more games. Right, less games. Shorter list, yes. Right, so, oh gosh. That sucks. I've kept that on my phone because I'm like, like, someday I'm going to reset it and I'll get it back up to date, but hearing that makes me not want to do that. I used to say it was like the best... $4.99 Four ninety nine or whatever you spend two ninety nine for it. And it was five bucks. I'm pretty sure. Right. And then we had the complaint that you get a new phone and then you lose everything. Yeah. Then they went to a cloud service and it didn't save anything. Yeah. Create a profile. I'm like, perfect. This is great. I'll create the profile. Lose I'll get the new phone. Redownload the app. Enter my profile. Oh no, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. When you create the profile, it purges everything that was in your app. Yeah, I'm over it now. Sorry, that oh, was my rant. That I just, sucks. Because then every time I'm like, oh, what game do I have? And that's why I have like three or four of whatever. Other than like it purging my collection, I think the other awful experience I had with that was there was an iOS update that one year at MGC. And I was like, I'm I'm like, I'm going to nail commons. I'm going to buy all these commons, anything $10 under I don't have. App was shit the bed the whole weekend. So I couldn't do any of that. But then on top of that, you're in a convention center where everyone's using phones and data. So you can't even like, it's not loading. Right. Shoot. I don't even know if I have this or not. And, uh, uh, so I think I'm kind of going old old school and moving to paper, uh, to the, I have a spreadsheet of, of my games, but I think I'm, I'm just going to create a list of the games that I don't have for the NES. And then you just do Google Docs too, and then just have that spreadsheet saved right there. Maybe that's. I should do the same thing because you're right. It's easier to check a box on straight because I don't give a crap if I have the box or if I don't. Like I just want to straight know if I own it. And you're right. I'm with you because I'm over the 500 mark too. That that list now is manageable to the point where I can just do that. And the big games, you know that which ones you don't have and you don't have, but. Those commons, the demon swords, you know, whatever that you're like, right. do I have this one or NASCAR? I mean, yeah, yeah. I bought that three times, I think. Yeah, I bought Devastation Earth Star three times too. Do you still have three? No, I think I gave you a <laughs> copy. Like, I think you got one. We're from on me. the podcast, and we're like, hey, you got that one? I need that one. Oh, I have like, gosh. I have two years worth of games that I just haven't inventoried either, so it's it's bad. The 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 mythical solstice is still out there for me because I have the fake one. Is that the one that was like some other game inside? Right. I thought you got it. No, I no I. You got the actual copy of the game that was inside the solstice. Right. Okay. So you need the other half of that. Destination Earthstar, I think. Was it? Or Star Voyager. There you go. Yes. Star that's what Voyager. It was. Sorry, you guys are probably not even. These people are like, what's happening now? I got a fake solstice. Which we talked about. We've talked about, and I still can't find stupid the stupid one. The best part is we were on that game hunt together because I invited Nate along, and Nate like holds his cartridge up to me, and he's like showing me the back screws. He's like, these don't look like the same. That's not. He's like, those are legit. Like maybe this is a bootleg copy. I'm like, no, you're paranoid. It's it's fine. It's the game. It's a three dollar game. Because he was gonna switch out the board. Yeah, it's <laughs> on like a five dollar game. And sure enough, he gets home and that's Star Voyager. I totally screwed you on that one. I mean, you weren't out much, but oh, we were screwed on that whole trip. Anyways. That was a bad deal. 
I put a bad taste in my mouth. Threw so much money at it, and I weaseled my way into getting that NES power set. And so we're recording this one in my garage, Nate and I together in the same room. And this power set that I wanted so badly for my game room is sitting on a shelf in my garage on top of my PlayStation VR box next to my HyperScan Ultimate Game Console. And then that's all next to my Weed Whacker, so. And then sitting next to me, uh, to my right, is a Rob the Robot. Uh, is this the... Uh, Zoomer, Zoomer controller. controller. A ColecoVision inbox. Minty. box. Um, it looks like we got piles. There's a virtual boy down there. Next to some Nintendo cards and some arcade cabinets. Which you have your phone on, I just realized. Right. So, my gosh. Yeah. I think, I think we can say that it's gotten pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. As I look over Nate and I see like my seven arcade cabinets that I have out here now. And it's, it's when your collection, when your overflow spills to this extent outside of your home. Because the, the irony here is that I've I've worked so hard to make sure that my game room only occupies so much of a footprint in my house. And that's I've, true. That's one hundred percent true. Though. Yeah, but it completely I've completely shit the bed on that because it stays that way downstairs. But now it's all out here, and this doesn't count what I have in my shed, which is boxes and boxes of stuff. And every time I, I come to your house, I'm like, oh, just put stuff up on this wall. You do like yeah. I'm like no. It's not crossing this line. Right. Um, I won't even build the shelf higher because everyone's like, no, just build the shelf higher. I'm like, right. no. I'm like, it, it stops. You're weird. I don't get it. I'll put my amiibo away before I do. And I... It's garbage. The amiibos are garbage. Yeah. Tangents. So completely changing topics, but it just popped into my mind was, did you see that Rocket League is going free to play? Finally? No. Yeah. So I think like September it goes free to play on all platforms. So that's cool. So it's going to have the upgrade, buy the upgrades. Right. You can do the the loot boxes. And and then they're leaving Steam, I think, to go over to Epic. So they're doing something with like, if you purchased it at a certain date on Steam, like they're just giving you everything that they ever had and they're upgrading a bunch of stuff. Because they're not supporting it. You can still play it, but it's not purchasable. I mean, right now, Epic for them, it's a smart move. It's, um, I don't know. I mean, Epic is killing it. It's hard to get, like, but, so, like, as a PC gamer, and I haven't even been a PC gamer that long, I sound like an elitist, and I'm not. In fact, my PC's still MIA. Thanks, uh, Best Buy, you sons of bitches. Uh, So, it's weird to buy stuff on the Epic's Game Store. Like, I still go to Steam every time. The only reason I have an Epic Game account is because they give away so many free games. Right. I've bought one game on there. It cost five bucks. And it was World War Z, and I regret it. Yeah, that one's... I got talked into that game. That is a disappointment. I put my pants. I just thought it was way too damn difficult. Freaky. I can't handle zombie games. I'm so sick of it. No zombie games for me. Yeah. I'm over it. I don't like to be scared when I play games. That's why I play Fortnite. You don't play games when you're playing games? No, I'm not playing games. So I didn't get anything... um, So Rocket League, though, I think... I think that's a good move. Free to play. It makes sense. I mean, they've been selling that game since 2016. And it's still good. It's still excellent. When we would go to um, replay games? CJ's and yeah. we'd all sit down. Like, the problem with, with that place, we love that place, but the problem is having six guys and be like, what do we play? Right. And then everyone's got an opinion. So I think. I really trust CJ where I'm like, just pick something and we'll all play it. Right. And he was like, Rocket League. 
and we'll play that for four hours yeah. and and have a blast doing it. That game is timeless. I really I yeah. love it. I agree. Soccer with cars. You can't I, go wrong. I can pick it up at any point and have fun with it. Yep. Maybe not in ranked anymore. Like, I used to play so much ranked now, I just get pissed. And the, the level of skill in that game is far beyond me, but well, I, I don't casually it's fun. I just talk and I drive around yeah. and I piss you off because you're the one I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I am like the guy who's like side seat driving as everyone's playing and I'm watching. Right. It's not good. It's a good game, though. It is. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if it grows more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it might have peaked a couple of years ago. Mainstream popularity, probably. But I still think there's a rabid community out there. And it's not going anywhere. Right. So it's just kind of one of those games that's always going to be out there. And I think there's still a competitive scene for it, too. So. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So, and then I was going to say, like, beyond that, I, I didn't get anything great that fell into my lap, like, you know... a $200 NES game and a bunch of other ones, but... Yeah, that happened to me. Should I tell the story again? No. Were, that was fun. You might not survive it. <laughs> but Walmart has been clearancing stuff out. I don't know if it's just this time of year plus COVID or what, but I've been finding some okay clearance deals. And I was in the... You know, the thing with Walmart clearance is it's never the same across any store. But the Walmart, I believe, near you, I think... Um, I found a bunch of Switch games that were marked down like under 15 bucks. Really? Nothing great. So I got some Asterix and Obelisk game, you know, that weird uh, yep. the European cartoon strip thing. That's a platformer. I bought that. Ryder, my son, played it and liked it. Found something called Everspace, which is like a, yep. I don't know, looks okay. And then... I think I played that on Xbox. Okay. It might be... Looks decent. Yeah. And then I got My Name is Pedro, which I don't know if you played that. The banana? So it's got the banana on the cover, but it's like this digital devolver game. It's basically John Wick in like a 2D environment. Okay. So I get all these games, and then my son looks at all of them, and naturally he's like, I want to play this one. And of course it's My Name is Pedro because there's a smiling banana on it. Right. The only M-rated game, and it's basically a murder simulator. He grabs it and blows through it in two days. So my six-year-old just flew through my name is Pedro and just crushed it yeah. murdering everyone in sight within like two days of having it it's a little it. dark are you concerned with that you know I'd be more concerned except I watched him do the final boss fight and you fight the giant floating banana yeah uh, which seemed very upbeat and cheerful so. yeah okay yeah kids are morbid they like that stuff I, well, and I was like sitting here with my wife and I'm like maybe he shouldn't be playing this and Jill's like you're not gonna shoot anybody or kill anybody, right? You know this is for fun. He's like, yeah, yeah. So apparently that's like our quality spot check as parents. It's just like, yeah, shoulder shrug. Like, yeah, mom. Right. It's fine. Let me let me shoot these people. It's fine. I was having a conversation with my nephew. He's four years old. The most innocent kid. The sweetest kid. And so you can't paint this picture of like he's gonna be an evil child. But he's kind of sick and twisted. Where he, <laughs> um, he's like Uncle Nate. You know. I kind of figured out what to do with the bad guy. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, well, I'm going to push him in water. And then I'm going to jump in the water. Then I'm going to hold his mouth open. Oh my gosh. So that all the water goes in his mouth. And then he dies. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, you should get hugged and I'm going to go walk away. And oh. So kids are morbid. Anyways, that was uh, a sad story. Kids are crazy, man. 
Yeah. But does he, he doesn't play video games though, right? No, I bought him, uh, or I gave him an NES system, and then every year I give him doubles of games, or I okay. pick up a couple of games for him to play. Um, I I guess I bought his first gun being a zapper, NES zapper, and so he's monster. walking around and, you know, kill-shotting sideways. He had the gangster? Yeah, like nice. sideways, so... I mean, I'm raising them right, teaching them right, you know, <laughs> inner city thug. That's how we do. Oh, gosh. Did you watch any of, so I know you've been getting more into Xbox stuff. Did you watch any of that, like, uh, Xbox games feature things from last week? No. It was like an hour long. So. You know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But, yeah, they showed a bunch of, like, stuff coming out, like nothing, maybe too shocking they tease a new fable game finally yep but so they show off halo infinite first time like gameplay like what it's gonna be it's gonna be halo but it appears to be more open world that was very lackluster like that game did not look that great it looked like a halo it looked like it would be fun but i saw almost nothing next gen about it it was really weird i felt like no one was talking about um Halo at all. I, I've seen more things on Fable. Right. And, and they showed nothing. It, right. But they're like, oh, high expectations for Fable. Right. And I was, you know, what about Halo? I think I would, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Halo's got a bigger following than Fable. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I have it on, on OG. Yeah. And I, I haven't even broken the seal on that. Man, you should download the Master Chief Collection on Xbox One. We should go through those games. Yeah. I think I we could co-op the whole thing. Yeah. Those games are great. The campaigns are great. I don't... A lot of people like the multiplayer, but I don't really... I mean, I like that too, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was really hoping this was going to be the big... That would require you actually turning on your Xbox? I mean, it's been on once I put Game Pass on there, and then I shut it off again. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I guess I was a little underwhelmed. I thought that was going to be the big... Redemption arc, like they needed to nail it because Halo's kind of fallen off so hard, especially after five. And I don't know. I'm still going to play this, but it doesn't feel like the next gen thing that I wanted it to. Yeah. I still think Microsoft is in a better position, though, going into this gen. You still don't know anything. No, but I I know that I'm going to have Game Pass. Yeah. And that's almost enough. Yep. It's also the reason I won't be buying an Xbox Series X because I have it on my PC. Game right. Pass, so well, it, the the theoretical PC that I might still have that may work that is well, somewhere. Come back I hope from somewhere, right? It's in Mexico right now. Probably. I like that they send me updates too, but they don't tell me anything that's going on. The updates are like I get an email. It's like we received it, and then two days later we fixed it. Cool. What was wrong? What'd you do? Three days later, it's coming back. I'm like. Okay, where is it? But they don't tell you where it is in transit, just that they shipped it. Yeah. And it took two weeks to get down there, so I can only imagine it's going to be two weeks to come back. Right, and then it's got to go through a quarantine by itself. By the time I get it back, they'll have eaten up, like, a third of my warranty time on this thing, so... That's their goal. Probably. And they're like, we just need six more months on this part, and then it goes and send it back, and now we're getting his money. Yeah. Got played. That's some interesting news, though, too. That was a good transition that I fell right into was uh, Konami now. Yeah. They think they need to make gaming PCs for some reason. Why not? I mean, Pachinko <sighs> leads to gaming PCs. And Just the- stick with what you're good at. I, I know. Stay. Well, they don't even know what they're good at right now. 
It's just weird though, because it's not like Konami's putting them out, but it's not Konami branded. It's like some other branding, right? And then really, they didn't do any like crazy design or high end models. It's all like just eh to decent gaming PC specs. But it's already a saturated market, right? That's the thing. I mean, you have HP Omen, Alienware, and then you have everybody who just builds their own. Build your. I think more people are leaning towards that because of the ease, right? Corsair, all of those The things. ease of doing it out the game. Ease. Right. Or wise. Or we... Yeezys. Yes. Sorry. Exactly. I just had to correct you. Y-S. Y-S games? <laughs> I forgot about that. That was on a stream, wasn't it? Right. Reading comments. Reading comments gone wrong. Someone said, try a Yeez game, right? Ease, yeah. So why? And I was like, never heard of a Y-S game. And, and I like, just died laughing. <laughs> Hashtag not a real gamer. Oh, that was good. I forgot about that. Memories. Memories. Giggity. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a saturated market. I don't think it's going to go well Yeah, for them. Just because you slap a Konami name on something, it doesn't mean it's going to sell yeah. any better. And... Yeah. Why why even play in that market? Well, and I agree with you. I think like the spectrum is really shifting. I bet it's like 40% like custom build or like buddy builds it for you versus like people buying these like box machines. Right. Cuz like the it, it's not that hard like you said. The value is oftentimes better. I mean, there's there's something to be said about the convenience to just grab one out of a box, which is what I did. Um, but I mean, look how that worked out for me too. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's going to the more issues with computers than I have ever had. You know what the problem is, is my biggest issue is with my HP laptop. So then what do I do? I bought an HP desktop. So very, uh, the, the problem might be brand me. loyal. Yeah. Uh, not good. So I want to talk, this is going to be kind of out there, but you ever watched, so, so I had my kids the other weekend. It was just us at home. My wife was gone. So we started watching some movies on um, Prime, I think. And I found a movie that I used to love and grabbed at the rental store all the time as a kid that I completely forgot about. Couldn't remember what it was called. I just knew that River Phoenix was in it. And I found it, and it's called Ex- Explorers. Have you ever seen this movie? Um, it sounds familiar. I'm sure if I saw yeah. it, it would probably start coming back. So it's got very young what Ethan, year? 85. 85. So, and I think part of the reason that most people don't remember this movie, not it, it's not as good, but it came out literally a month before, or a month after, I think, a month after The Goonies came out in right. 85. So it it's got true. it got buried. Yeah. But anyway, it's like a very young Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, before he killed himself, uh, and then some other guy. And basically, it's it's this group of kids who, through like these weird dreams, they get they're getting like imagery, like messages from outer space, and then they use that. And uh, River Phoenix's character is a nerd computer whiz guy. They turn it into a computer program, and then use that to convert a tilt a whirl, like oh yeah, the yeah, circle yeah, thing yeah. into a flying flying saucer. Yes, yes. yeah, I've and seen the, that. Uh, it's such a great movie. It, it's a Phenomenal, it's a good movie. It's really, really good because they build up to this massive thing, and then they get to the alien ship, and it's like two seconds of the movie, and they're like, "Okay, we're going home." Right. So it's just this weird, like disappointment. I don't know if they ran out of a budget or what, but Definitely. still, nonetheless, great movie. 
I was excited to watch it. Why didn't you even click it? Because like, I saw the thing. I was like, yes! And I'm like, kids, you're going to love this. And I let him stay up. It was like 9 o'clock when we started this thing. So hated it. Hated it. And I was so pissed. So pissed. Yeah. It's such a great movie. If you, if you I ha- forgot about that. If you have Prime, it's worth a rewatch if you're an 80s kid. And then that just got me thinking about the video store and stuff that we had to rent and like the small town. And then I started thinking about like games and stuff. I just kind of went down this rabbit hole of like how much different it is for our kids now. Cause my kids have been doing chores around the house. Like I, I walked out front, they're weeding the other day. Right. Those are good kids. And I was like, Oh yeah. Well, I didn't realize their mom told me I was going to buy them a $20 game oh. on the eShop. Uh, so they nobody just labors to labor. No, of course not. So I was thinking like, damn, these kids have it so easy. When I was a kid, Growing up in the Midwest, in a small town, like 1,200 people, I had no options. In the NES, Super Nintendo days, I could. There was not a store in town that I could walk into and physically buy a game. This so it still was, blows my mind. It was literally like playground trades, uh, borrowing from people. You hoped you got it back. Or we had the catalog store, the JCPenney catalog store, and you literally went in there and told them what game you wanted to order out of the magazine. Or, like I was telling Nate, we had this coast-to-coast hardware store, and they also had a book. You could page through it and find things to order, but I, they, they kind of dicked you. They didn't always... They'd tell you they were ordering it. Oh, well, special or special. You never got it. At least that happened to me a couple of times. So you had to pay up front. So you so they the So that was the thing. Coast-to-coast... This is coast, weird, because co- I grew yeah. up with, like, KB Toys. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, all of those... Um, all of those, like, big toy shops that you could just go in. I had my own retro game stores yeah. and all of that stuff that I could go into. So right. when you were talking about, yeah, I went into this JCPenney store and flipped through a magazine. I was like, yeah. <laughs> just even so like, well, they would okay. mail it to your house too. And then like the joy of circling all the stuff. Cause like, yeah, literally like in your example, until I was about 12 and we got a, a Elko chain, they're defunct now. So the like ne- Pomida or yeah, Pomida ish, um, like low rent Pomida. Literally, the only places you could go to a store and get games, the closest to my hometown was an hour away. They had a Pomida when that still existed. Or I could go like an hour and 15 to Fargo, which was that. I mean, I'm a kid. How am I going to get there? Right. Right. So it didn't happen. So you, you were to put in an order with a parent and see like, right. is your mom going to, to Fargo? I'm yeah. Gonna... So then the whole JCPenney thing. Yeah. To your point, you paid up front. They ordered it in for you. You get a call. You get onto the store and you get it. You don't try it out. You no. don't know anything about the game. Right. Just hopefully reading a Nintendo Power and figuring it out. Yeah. Well, I didn't even really have a Nintendo Power because where was I going to get a subscription to that as a kid? Oh, yeah. In the small town. I mean, people had them, I'm sure. Like, I knew kids that got it, but I'm yep. like, this is crazy. Where did you find Because it wasn't on newsstands. Gas it's not like stations? I, could, or? I don't think so. Maybe I just wow. missed it. I'm, I'm sure they were there. But, yeah, it just got me thinking, like, how nuts that is, is like... Growing up, like how much different it is for our kids now to get games because it's that we're we're back at the point where you don't physically go to a store to get a game really anymore, but it's just a click away. And for me, right. like I'd never had a physical option for all these years, but it was a huge barrier. And now for my kids, it's just this massive convenience piece. Yep. And you moved into the shitty little town next to my town that we made fun of. Yeah. But you did this much later, so at that point there were limited options we had this elko stores which elko pissed me off because they would get so like what, what games were you buying in elko though that's the what thing is you like wouldn't because anything? they started getting games in and it was like 
I, I want to say maybe like the end of the Super Nintendo era. Okay. But, and they would get stuff in, but it was always like $10 over what MSRP should be. Right. But I do regret and I kick myself because they had the one display cabinet with Super Nintendo games and then they had the Game Boy and SNES for a while. And I distinctly remember like Little Samson, Bonk's Adventure, NES, like right there. There were all the all the end games that are yeah. now worth so much money. And I didn't have an NES at the time anyway as a kid. Right. But they were selling the whole top loader combo. Super Mario 3, top loader, 50 bucks. I mean, I, I, I could have mowed a couple lawns and done that, but I'm like, eh, who wants a Super Nintendo? I want a Super Nintendo. This is yeah. dumb. But that was the thing. is like you would never buy them locally because... It was so much more expensive, and they would get a few PlayStation games in when that era came in. But again, it was like seventy bucks instead of fifty. And I think the only time I really bought games from them locally was again in the PlayStation era. They started getting repackaged used games for the Super Nintendo and Genesis, and they were still way too much, like twenty bucks. Loose cart, just like literally, vo- or like vacuum packed to a cardboard piece. But every once in a while, you get like a top tier game in there. You know, it was just like sifting through the shit. Yep. And yeah, so to your point, like even when that option became available, you still were not doing it. That blows my mind. Like just the thought of, I mean, now with the kids, they, or even adults, we can preview the game even before the game is out to know uh, you can read reviews on it. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, which I don't recommend anyways, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch gameplay, you can watch the cinematics, you can know exactly what happens from beginning to end of the game without even playing it. And, yeah, uh, yeah kids don't know the struggle. Well, I, my struggle, you grew, struggle. you grew up in like Candyland, you just went into anything. I was in Turbo Graphics land, so they, um, I was telling Ryan that, um, my first real experience, uh, like there was a retro store, um, and I, it probably wasn't a, called a retro store, but um, it was where you could buy, sell, trade your games, and that place blew my mind. This was Nintendo 64 era. I still had an NES. That's what I was playing, and so I'd get tired of a game and would go into the store. I mean, you could still buy them at the KBs and uh, uh, Toys R Us and all of those kind of things, but um, I would go in and I would find NES games in a case. And I mean, that's how I got, uh, um, that's how I got uh, the Blue Marlin or, you know, just things like that. But I know I skipped over all of extremely expensive games now. Right. Um, to look for like those Mario's and those common games. Um, yeah, I wonder if that store is even, it, it's probably long gone at this point, but my dad brought me in cause he got tired of buying new games and, uh, would just take me into this new store. And so did you always trade to get new stuff or would you like no, to I would buy them there? Okay. I buy them used and, and I think that, um, I can't even remember. Blue Marlin was probably like 10 bucks or something like that, and um, which is probably the price now, nowadays. You think that's even 10 bucks? I don't know. Three bucks? Maybe three, five bucks. But um, yeah, that was something that was, that was cool for me to find in my city that like, oh, this is a thing. Like people actually 
hang on to these things and collect them. I can go and buy, right. and, you know, you used to like, oh, it's new, we just move on to the next thing. But there was a place that was actually buying people's old stuff and selling it, and um, which kind of seemed ahead of the game to oh, for a sure. lot of lot of places that, you know, retro gaming was a thing. That was probably one of those early honey holes that just disappeared like eight years ago. Right. Completely. Yeah, so when you ma- when you get stuck in the Midwest with me, were you still actively gaming at that point, or were you just kind of out of it? No, I, I was gaming. So um, when I was in your crappy neighborhood town, yes. um, I <laughs> will leave the names out. Um, uh, it was Gwinter. Those people are still there, um, and they still suck. <laughs> um, actually, I did get a recent message about my. My reunion, my 17-year, 20-year oh. reunion. Yeah. And I just uh, deleted it without reading it. So They I finally just, found me like this like, last year. How did you year. guys find me? I know. I, I burn, I bury everything. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not, like, I don't know how. Somebody must have ratted me out is the only thing I can figure yeah. out. Someone found my mom, and then they were like, hey, Oh, sons of bitches. Yeah, I hate you. I, I kindly deleted it. But anyways, I mean, we're not, we're not getting into my... My yeah, sorry, sorry. At this point, yes. Um, so that was that was the big purchase. Moving to the Midwest is I had no friends. I needed something to do. Um, I, my guess is Nintendo GameCube was kind of just beginning at that point. Um, the, yeah, that would have been about your senior year that would have dropped. Okay, so... Because that came out the year I was a freshman in college, or going into... So, a little bit before... It was probably the end of the 64, and that was... My mom was like, we need to get you something. Sure. And my NES was boxed up, and she bought a Nintendo 64 through the JCPenney Christmas catalog. Nice! Uh, not to the JCPenney store, but, uh, you know, the one where... Everyone would just look through the lingerie pages anyways. What are you talking about? You weren't really looking for the video games. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) You were like, mom's gone. Those pages stuck together on mine. I didn't ever see them. (laughs) So I I went to the Nintendo 64, and at that time, I I liked it. I I played um, uh, 007, obviously, Perfect Dark. Uh, I actually played a lot of... NFL quarterback club, Tony Hawk. Sure. Um, so that's, that's just, that's what I did. You know, I didn't have a lot of friends and that's kind of where, where I stopped. So you'd have been with me and kind of like being screwed on like buying new stuff unless you were willing to drive an hour, right? Right. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'd get my stuff is when my dad was traveling for business. Sure. If he was picking someone up from the airport, I would just go with him. Yeah. And then the worst part, even like, even at that age, you still have the imagination of what the game is going to be like. So I remember sitting in the truck, driving an hour and a half all the way back, and just looking at the back of the game and like, oh, this is going to be a good one. This is, and it would be something super crappy. Well, yeah, it's 64. Yeah. I mean, how good can that possibly get? 1080. I think I got super excited about 1080. I mean, that wasn't bad. And Snowboard Kids, those were ones that... You I, kept that, I hope? No, I didn't. Smart. So those were all all games that that I loved and then I forget you were a snowboarder, so you must have been really pumped on those. Yeah. Snowboard games, sweet. Yes. So Hmm. <sighs> we could have been friends and we snowboarded together. Yeah. But not together. We were on the, yeah, we found at the same out- time and common people that we knew and 
Yeah, we found out that we were just a couple grades apart and both hitting the same hill every weekend. And both I'm, there's there's no way that you di- you and I didn't. We wrote a ex- chair together, uh, probably, or at least exchanged condescending comments as you do when Purple we're still hair, wearing. Yeah, kid. nice form board, you pussy. Oh, Except I went to said that because everybody that had a form board, I was like super jealous of. Yep. I really wanted like those sliding rail ones. Those are expensive. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's weird that we grew up that close. And I just can't believe you didn't know my sister. Because <laughs> well, because she was in Gwinter a lot. Because she was dating. Well, she was dating a guy from your town for a little while. I mean, she was younger than you, but yeah, I, I, still, it's weird because like there's. 10 people in your town. There's 20 in mine. Usually everybody just knows everybody. Right. But gaming was not a thing. I, really I mean, that was still like, when you had to feel kind of bad about like it. was just like casual, right. casual, oh, I'm going to play the quarterback club. Right. Or the new, like, in the zone, NBA, NBA, in the zone came out. But nobody was sitting down and grinding out Mario 64. No, I mean, out. some people probably were, but... Nobody I knew in, in the town, and so that was really, I mean, it was really, that's what I had to to play. Yeah. Memories. Memories. <laughs> Just played it over and over again. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Any other exciting developments? Nothing, uh, no more Snow Bros or Little Samson's hitting my my shelves for free. I have been really focused on, um, I don't know, I've been kind of geared up towards arcade cabinets lately. Sure. Uh, not, Why are you I'm, not buying the NBA Jam that I okay. keep sending you pictures of? So I went to, I want it. I want. Just do it. I want it so bad. Um, but. I I had it in the cart, so I you literally picked it up. I manned up and I was like, going to Walmart. I'm gonna get the disease, and then I'll be quarantined at home, and I'm gonna just play the NBA Jam cab. And so I went there, and I grabbed it, and then I put it in the cart. And then there was people walking around, and then just a lot of people. And I was like, this yeah, is dirty. I'm turning around and walking out. And Amber's like. You, you, you were nine-tenths of the way there. Yeah, she's like, why are we leaving? And I was like, i got to get out of this place. And then All you had to do was get through a self-checkout, and you were done. I want, I want that cab bad, but there's also the other half that doesn't want to pay $400 for it. Sure. I got my Turtles cab for $250. Sure. There's so that. I'm like, they do go on sale every yeah. once in a while. Black Friday. And every time I talk to up. you, you, you're like... You get the cab. Yeah, yeah. The thing, so like the thing with NBA Jam, the thing with like turtles and stuff. I think the build quality on those is good enough with what Arcade One Up does and the art that you're getting that I think you can justify the full retail. However, I'm with you that it feels a lot better when you wait for it to come down. Right. And it probably will. I think by this fall you might find the sale. I wouldn't be surprised if that's their sale cabinet on Black Friday because TMNT was last year. It was down a hundred bucks. Yeah. But, I mean, who's to say there's going to be a Black Friday this year? Listen, Probably not. Listen, friends, all you got to do is walk into Walmart, rip a hole in the box, get your 10% off, you can find a manager and be like, is You want me to go in with the screwdriver first? Or just what? like, if you can go in ahead of me. Uh, and then I was like, maybe I'll just buy it online. Right. And so I 
went to walmart.com because they have the one that doesn't have the stool and i don't want the stool right. i don't need to pay another hundred bucks for that and it turns out <coughs> that it's only in-store purchase only i couldn't just really order it and have them deliver it not even ship to store huh no and so i that defeats the purpose i guess you but. couldn't pick it up you couldn't and you have to go in and get it okay and i just felt i felt dirty i couldn't do it it was in my cart and then i left the yeah that blows my mind the nba champ in the cart so i i'm not I want it. I just got to... Well, if you need me to go back in there with your debit card and buy this thing... Just buy it. Yeah, just give me your pin. We'll be good to go. Okay. But then I, I, start, I have been spending a lot of time looking at the Arcade 1-Ups. I love them. I think they're great. Yeah. Uh, for what they are. And right. And they save space. You're not getting full cabinets or anything like that. They're still playable. Look awesome. And... There's I love how you've really, come completely 180 on this because you guys ripped me so hard for thinking they were cool. You were right. I was wrong. You're smart. Well, there's a middle know. ground, I think. Like, yeah. you were right to wait to get them on sale. You got to get... Yeah. Because I bought two at full price. Yes. Then I bought three for way less. But the list of ones that are coming out so is good. pretty exciting. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, man, I could... I even shifted my game room around so I could create like an arcade space. Yep. And so I'm ready for it, and I'm like, wow, man, Miss Pac-Man, I want that one. That would be cool, just because the cab looks sweet. Right. Um, obviously, NBA Jam. If there is small talk about the Simpsons and what that would look like. That Golden Axe one. Golden Axe, really cool. that looks sweet. I think the pinball, to me, the Mars Attacks one is super exciting. I really want that. Yes. Ten tables, all, like, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, the way your game room is set up, even if you went into overflow mode, like you could literally start a row of those back to back coming off of your box set wall and just have like That's where six come. Okay, that is them. your plan. Okay. So I moved my uh, I moved my white shelves with all the ancillary games, the sure. Xbox and stuff like that. And right where the box stuff ends, I jaunted that out. Okay. And then it's going to kind of make this library okay. thing. And then in the section where the big TV was, the uh, Trinitron and all of that stuff, yep. that's where all the arcades are going to go in that kind of end of the house. So you really are going to go whole hog on these things. Though. Well, for the right price, that that's the thing. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time. But yeah. even I thought like Buckmaster would be, is it Buckmaster or Buck, Buck Hunter? Hunter? Yeah. Like, that'd be kind of cool for the kids. I think that one's exciting, too, just because, you know, somebody's going to have, like, a pie build where you can just hook it up and it'll be, like, Area 51, House of the Dead. Like, hell yeah. Right, yeah. So things like that. I mean, not that I played a lot of Buck Hunter, but I know that's... We played it for that one video that we never actually filmed and scrapped. Right. I think I might still have that footage. You, You probably do. Literally crickets in here right now. <laughs> this, is, this is what they think of the podcast. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is funny. Uh, yeah, so I think I'm, I am going to press into uh, the arcades a little bit. Sure. I mean, I wish the $50 cabs were still present. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that who's to say that that won't happen again? Right. Speaking of that, I've ordered two replay, or two like deck protectors. Put that order in. They took my money probably three months ago. Still didn't get it. No. Nice. I emailed them once and they're like, yep, COVID. I'm like, right, but 
It's, it's been COVID plastic. for a long time. It's just plastic. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. I mean, that'll be cool. You know, we'll I'm sure you'll be able to get some deals. Though. Yeah. Well, is the the Avengers cap? Is it the Avengers? No, not the Avengers. There is a Marvel fighting that's got like two games. That also looks like those four-player games. Yeah, that, that one, the artwork's good, but I don't know if I'd play those games much. But you go through Marketplace... There's people are trying to still get their full price. Oh yeah, they don't like stop. There's somebody asking three fifty for golden tea. I'm like, no, it's fifty dollars off. Right, I'm not paying you fifty dollars to assemble and then abuse this cabinet. Right, yeah, it's stupid. Golden tea, man, that that game sucks. Because I'm not a my, fan. My palms on that that ball. Oh really? Because you'd roll and then it would pinch the skin. Cause sure. Got fat hands. Fat hands is a problem. Fat hands is a problem playing golden tea. So. That's, I mean, the game doesn't suck, but me playing it sucks. Yeah. I don't get a whole lot of enjoyment out of that one. Now, if they did Capcom Bowling, on the other hand. Oh, heck yeah. That's sweet. This is really annoying. We <laughs> just threw a pop can at the cricket. We don't want background noise. Geppetto. Yep. No, Geppetto was a cat. What was the... Um, Jiminy Crickets. There you go. That's the guy. Disney. Hashtag. Old school. Disney Plus. Love it. So it's funny because you were talking about freaking out at the store about the COVID. Yeah. So I got to tell you about this experience. So where we are now, we're still very low risk COVID, um, but they have we're we're in a situation where we're bordering on a couple states. One state has required masks everywhere, um, but on the side that we live in North Dakota, they are just strongly suggesting in our metropolitan area that you wear a mask. But certain stores have mandated it as they can for the safety of their workers and everyone else in their stores because it's private property. So a lot of our grocery stores, I'm sure the national news, a lot of you are familiar with like Walmarts and targets requiring it. So I went to the grocery store today to get a couple things. We need like milk. I was going to grab some steaks to throw on the grill and our local grocery store, it's a little community one. Um, well, it's a chain, but it's, it's the one in our neighborhood. They've, I think for the past week required masks. Yeah. So I walk in and then of course they got a teenage kid enforcing this at the door. Looks like he weighs like 90 pounds wet. Yep. He's handing out masks. Gross. And uh, I go get the cart. Some POS, exactly what you'd think, like straight out of the trailer parks on cops comes in and the kid goes to hand him a mask. He's like, nope, nope, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. And I, I took everything I had not to turn around and just be like, how about you don't be an asshole? Because I'm like, <laughs> do it right. I'm like, because the guy's gonna deck me, right? Because I'm just some idiot who's going in there to shop. Right. So then I'm just like, are you kidding? You can't just do this. I'm like, if you want to be an asshole, it's fine, but go outside and do it. You're in private property. You can't refuse if that's what they're requiring. So I just, I against everything in me, I just kind of walked away from it. But then you know, I'm watching what's happening behind, and of course, another like teenager. So now we got 180 pounds of teenager. They finally like convinced this guy, like, no, you can't shop here. You have to leave. But just the nerve of some people. I, I had similar experience. Um, so this was Walmart on 13th, which is the worst. Oh, that's you, if you want to get stabbed, that's when you go to. Or if you want the Rona. Um, right. Or the AIDS. <laughs> all, all of that stuff. Uh, we were, uh, I can't remember. I just had to grab something really quick. It's close to my office. And this is the first day that they required masks. Sure. And so they have this weird, like, corral. Yeah, yeah, you gotta herd the cattle in, right? And so I I walk in, got my mask, and there's a guy behind me, no mask, and you know, like, this guy's gonna get stopped. 
he gets stopped. And they're like, you have to have a mask. And he's like, are you going to make me? And this guy was like, uh, and he just kept on walking. Nobody stopped him. And then more people were just like, so you're walking around this Walmart and there's so many people without masks. And I'm like, what? they don't stop anybody. They've called the cops locally. Really? Yeah. Oh, they should have done that. <sighs> it's so stupid. So. You know, what? The, what's the big problem, people? Whether or not you believe in COVID... Whether or not you think the masks do or do people not work. Well, you know, there are people out there who think it's all... I know. I mean, I'm related to some of them. But all that these people are asking for you is, like, for the best interest of these people who have to work these jobs, they're just telling you to put on a simple mask. They're making $11 an hour. It takes no time. Just out of courtesy. Right. You just... You say excuse me when you burp. Just put on a mask when you walk into Walmart. That's all I'm asking. It doesn't have to be a political thing. It's not about your rights. Right. Just know that you look like a giant piece of crap if you can't do the simplest thing to be a good neighbor and citizen. I wish that that kid was a black belt. Are you going to make me? Yes. I'm having a bad day. We are. We're in the nuts. So I'm going to kill you or the Rona is going to kill you. So sick of it. I'm so sick of all this. Yup. Just, just wear a mask. I'm just going to continue to sit in my basement. I think I told you. What, maybe I, No, this is another story that happened in between the podcast. So I was at, uh, I live near a neighborhood liquor store. So it's like the grocery store and the liquor store are right next to my house in my neighborhood. It's kind of the, the go-tos if you're going to. So I go to get a six-pack last week. They required, they started requiring masks this week, the liquor store did. And they've always had signs up that say, Masks aren't required, but are appreciated. Well, I know these people. Like, I've gone into that store. I've lived in this neighborhood for 10 years. So, <clears throat> I these people know who I am. I've, I've seen them over the years. <laughs> I sound like a drunk. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this isn't I, go like to the, a good case. I go to the register. I'm wearing a mask. And this, like, long-haired hippie dude is buying one at the register next to me. You know, they've got the bullet, well, not bulletproof glass, but glass <laughs> shield. They're both wearing masks. And I hear this guy next to me. He's like, yeah, man, because he's he, no mask. Like, yeah, that I'm, I, it's a bunch of crap, man. Like, think about uh, the chicken pox. They made a vaccine for the chicken pox. Think about it, man. It's still here. still exists. And I'm just listening to this. Go burn another one. Paying now, for buddy. my six pack. So the guy walks out the door. The guy at the register, good kid, called guy. He's like, Dude, just wear a freaking mask. And I just start laughing. And he's like, or don't. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> don't say anything. I'm like, I feel so bad for you guys. It's probably better now that they're requiring the mask. Right. But. Uh, it's not good. To the, of all the hills to die on, people, this isn't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> just put it on. Actually, so. I was a non-mask wearer for, for quite some time. Yeah, you were a lot more comfortable early on. Even though was... I, I have obsessive compulsiveness and I hate germs. Yeah, but that's weird. I didn't like covering up my face in fear of not being able to breathe. It's really it's a really dumb thing. It's it's not even a real thing. Uh, but I I got a mask from my uh, my wife's grandma. And she made them for everybody. Sure. Everyone had really nice masks. Sure. Like, they fit really nice. They look really good. Nice fabric. You know what mine's made out of? Like what? a wool sweater. And, and so I put this on. It was the itchy, like the itchy <laughs> fabric. And right. I was like, I think grandma's out to like kill me off is what she's trying to do. And so I have to, I'm not getting another mask. I'm not buying a disposable one. Right. So I'm walking around with 
an itchy wool mask on my face that has a skater pattern on it. And your Corona beard just irritates and that. Corona sure. beard and it's not a good situation. So I'm sitting through doctor's appointments with my wife and I take, I take off my mask and I don't know if you've ever worn a wool sweater with no white shirt underneath or an undershirt. Sure. And it's red. My <laughs> beard, my face is red. Like I got this rash going on because of the stupid Rona mask. <laughs> At least you're keeping everybody safe. You're a real hero. Yeah. I, it's just a story of overcoming really and yeah. just bravery. Here, here. So my wife's going through labor and I'm gonna be like, you remember that time that I wore the mask for you? Dealt with that that burn? Got it. Or like not it. the burn. <laughs> I'm not dealing with <laughs> That's a different doctor That's a whole other Another conversation, for sure. Speaking of that, I think with this, <laughs> with this rabbit hole where we've ended up perfectly 100% off kilter again, I think it might be time to end this thing. Let's end it. Okay. All right, friends. Well, we appreciate you. Make sure that you send your emails to us. We haven't received any emails. Any emails? No. No emails. So we're still over a lot. 79 episodes so send us an email send us an email we want to hear from you uh, you can find uh, all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com make sure you're following us on uh, all of our social media and as always be kind rewind and wear a mask bananas bananas I'm gonna piss myself I'll be right back